What is up, everyone? My name is Brandon First, aka First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. It is Sunday, September 20th, 2020, and it is time to talk baseball, but more importantly, and more specifically, it is time to talk baseball in Southern California with the three uh, Southern California Major League Baseball teams. Um, and I can't do this all by myself. I rely heavily, heavily on my co-host, Brianna Winner. And um, as usual, it's, it's been a bit of a, a dramatic story this past summer in terms of myself trying to get into the winner's circle. Um, I, I was in, I think, for a week or so, and then I opened my mouth. I opened my big mouth. Uh, and if my friends and family know, yeah, it's only a matter of time before Brandon opened his big mouth and he's kicked out. Uh, I got kicked out, and then I doubled down on it, and now I, uh, I can't be within 100 feet of it. So I draw you the map, and you will go find Brianna Winner. She is in the winner's circle. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Disappointed with today's result, but I'm good. Well, I feel like it what was – What about you? It was very, very, very good. Uh, it, it's kind of – I feel like for you, there were a couple weeks where we got on, and it was – kind of the both the same way an ITV loss for um the for the angels and i think last week you broke you broke that curse so while not ideal i did um, yeah so uh hopefully you get a win tomorrow i mean i think there's gonna be another one this week yeah. i think there's gonna I be know, another yeah. ITV I this weekend. I, w- I would guarantee it for the angels i feel like they have but, to have an itv at least once yeah. every three games so um, well but, specifically uh, about who they're playing this week i think there's going to be at least one yeah, lovely. Very, very interesting for all that. Um, but with Southern California um, baseball scene going on, um, unfortunately, for the Angels, they are the only team in Southern California that won't be playoff bound, as both the Dodgers and Padres this past week clinched playoff berths. Um, the division is technically still up in the air, although after the Dodgers' um, win of two out of three, with the Padres earlier this week, Padres take game one. Padre fans starting to believe, who knows, maybe we're actually better than the Dodgers. And then the Dodgers put us back down in our place and uh, take two out of three. When it's all said and done, the Dodgers uh, have really, I believe, took two out of three. They did fall today unless there was an incredible comeback while we were recording the last pod but it doesn't look like, I think Colorado held on. Anyways, uh, it's taking a long time to load. Anyways, the Dodgers are 38 and 16, four games up on the 34 and 20 San Diego Padres. Now, if you want to talk about hard luck, um, the San Diego Padres are the second best team in the National League by three games, okay? They are three games by the next close, three games away from the next closest team they will have to be a four seed because they will not run down the Dodgers, like I said, unless some craziness happens with only six games to go. The Padres are four games back of the Dodgers. Um, and uh, hopefully... Considering who the Dodgers are playing this week, there might be. I mean, we uh, that if we go into the weekend and uh, the Angels are the, the saving grace for the Padres, whoo! This podcast next weekend will be fiery if the Angels are the ones. We go into Sunday. The Padres and Dodgers are tied. Somehow, someway, the Dodgers have lost every game. Man, the Angels better win that game. I tell you, I'm just kidding. That's a long way to go. And to be honest, I don't know if 
Um, these teams, I, I really think getting your playoff rotation in order is more important than winning the division. As long as they get the four seed, as long as they can play at Petco Park in that best two out of three, um, I think that's the first thing for the Padres. That's what they need to do. And for the Dodgers, I mean, does anybody question what their goal is at the end of the year? It is a championship. Um, and obviously they have set themselves up. Um, there, I, I do think the uh, Atlanta Braves are probably the second best team in this uh, league. Um, without Mike Soroka, it's going to be difficult for them to take down the Dodgers. But they are a really, really good team. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes. And, of course, the way the bracket or the things go, the Padres, unless somehow, some way, they fall down to the sixth seed, they are going to play the Dodgers in the second round or the, the, the vision series, the best three out of five. Um, because the Dodgers will be the one, the Padres will be the four. Or even if they fall, they'll be the five. Obviously, you have to get through that first series. But um, that's what was on. Uh, that's what went down for the Dodgers and Padres this week. What about the Angels as we step in? Well, as you all step into the winner's circle. I mean, next weekend, I'm sure you'll be back. Um, yes. So, obviously, they played the D-backs earlier in the week. Um they lost the first one. They were down eight to one, but they did come back to tie in the sixth inning and only lost eight to nine. So they did make a comeback. It just was not enough. And then the next day, Dylan Bundy had probably his worst outing of the season. He only pitched two and two thirds inning with five earned runs, two strikeouts, two walks and six hits. Like I said, probably the worst outing he has had all year. And then they lost that game six to nine. But the next day, they did out hit the Diamondbacks 14 to eight. And Canning had pitched five innings, gave up six hits, one earned run, two walks, and he had seven strikeouts. And they won seven to three and had two error, um, errors. And obviously, they need to drop those errors if they want to win at least the rest of their series. Um, before today's game, um, Madden did say that the pitchers are on a short leash. So I would expect them to possibly, if they're not having a good day, I would expect them to get pulled in the second or third inning. Um, Cause every game for him is a must win at this point. Obviously they're not going to make playoffs now that they have 31 losses. There's no possible chance that they're going to make it, but every game is still a must win for Madden. Um, then they played the Rangers and that series will finish up tomorrow. Um, but they did lose the series um, one game to two last time, last week, I believe. But on Friday, Pujols made some more history. Obviously, last week I talked about how he tied Willie Mays on the home run list. On Friday, he ended up passing him and is now fifth on the home run list with 661. But wait, that's not it. It was in the fifth inning. Two innings later, he ended up hitting his 662nd home run um, of his career. And the Angels had five hits more than the Rangers. Barrio pitched six and a third, um, gave up all of the hits um, in that game to the Rangers. And two, with two earned runs, he had no walks, thankfully, and, but eight strikeouts. So like I said, all of the hits that uh, the Rangers had in that game were given up by the starting pitcher. And that is a good sign for the bullpen at this point because we need good signs from this bullpen because obviously they've sucked all year. Um, the next, uh, and they won that game six to two. 
the next game, Otani was uh, the first run for the Halos as he homered in the second inning. And Trout ended up breaking that tie um, with a single in the eighth inning. Heaney pitched uh, six and two-thirds and um, gave up six hits. Again, all of the hits that the Rangers had were given up by Heaney. Another good sign for this bullpen. And then gave up um, all three runs, all earned, um, one walk, and he had eight strikeouts. And today is another story. Today they lost two to seven. Tehran gave up two home runs in the first two innings, resulting in three earned runs. Um, he had only pitched officially one inning, gave up two hits, both those hits being home runs, um, the three earned runs and two walks with no strikeouts. The Rangers had a total of five home runs in this game to win seven to two. Not a good sign for the bullpen. But I mean, if these last two days are any indication, at least it's a sign for what's to come with whether it's next season or the rest of this season. Uh, but like I said, that series will finish up tomorrow. And that's all I've got for my Angels report. And I will tell you the upcoming week later, it is going to be a very difficult one. Yeah. And um, I, I think one of the main things kind of following from afar with the Angels, um, I've been impressed. I mean, I don't think he's going to win a Cy Young or, you know, ever like anything like that. But Griffin Canning's been Good. I mean, he, he's been average or maybe above average and been maybe the most consistent pitcher. I know Heaney, uh, Heaney's probably, no, I'm sorry, Bundy's probably been the most consistent pitcher. But, Aside from the one game. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, and that happens. I mean, we, we saw Garrett Cole uh, give, uh, I mean, have four starts in a row where he looked like he didn't know how to pitch. And, yeah, you know, that it just happens. So, um, at least there are things to build on, like you said. I mean, it's not ideal Pod, or the Angels are not going to, um, you know, the playoffs. But I think they still have a bright future. Obviously, if they can get Otani healthy and pitching, I don't think it's – I don't know if they're ever going to try it again. I I know it's kind of a, maybe um, a bit of a pipe dream, but that I think huge. On that, I think at this point he's probably not going to be pitching again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that prior two games he has gotten work in the infield. So they're maybe trying to transition him into an infielder, but on obviously he's still going to be a DH because he can still hit. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's going to be pitching again anytime soon after those two games this year and obviously injured, but those two games were not good. I don't think his self like his esteem self-esteem is up where he wants it to be after those two, but based on, uh, infield and with everybody that has been getting hurt they were working him in the infield working on grounders and throwing obviously he can't really throw right now but hopefully we'll see him in the infield again I don't think he's going to be an outfielder but as an infielder I think he'd have a good chance whether it's like a second baseman or a first baseman I think he would be re he's, he's a good size to be a first baseman now obviously yeah. who holds there um and well, he's got to work on those picks. Yeah, that, well, and definitely. And, and I mean, of all, like, I, I, I always joke and I say, oh, anybody can play first base. That's not no. really true. It's very difficult to play. But of all the positions to play, I would say it's the easiest to pick up. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's I mean, the easiest to pick up. It is. And I've played every single position. <laughs> but picks are, like, one of the hardest things oh, yeah. to learn. Well, I mean, short hops already suck. When you're picking at a base and you're not really supposed to move, unless it's like way off target, um, it's a little difficult when you have to stay on the base, especially when there's runners on base trying to keep going. 
Well, that was always for me. I mean, I, I'm not a big kid, so I never really played first base, but you know, like in little league, they rotate you or whatever, but yeah, I mean, one of the scariest propositions you could feel is, you know, one of those really close plays and you got a, you know, a big guy like Miguel Cabrera barreling down the line and you're just helplessly standing there hope, yeah. hoping he avoids you, you know, but if he decides he doesn't want to, you're on the ground and you're hurt. But, I mean, we've seen collisions at first oh, base. Yeah, well, high, high throws and you come down. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I've seen it to where obviously in, 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 in softball, it's the two bats. They have two bats. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but at least in when I, um, my high school softball, they would have the bag for the fielder and then they would have oh, yeah. the bag for the runner. Um, I think it was an orange um, bag or something. Um, it, 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 yeah, it's an orange bag, but it depends on where. Usually in high school, they won't have it. College, okay. they won't have it. But Fair little enough. and everywhere else, they would have it. Because obviously they're trying to teach you to stay on a specific side of the base of the line, but you still want to hit the corner at least, or like the front of the base. So that's what they're trying to teach you with that orange bag. But it really depends on the school and your field. Like I played at a terrible park. Um, So I can't remember if we had uh, the orange bag. I believe we didn't, but it really was a bad field. Probably not. It, It really just depends on where you are, I think, and what level you're at. Yeah. Like, if you're at a good high school, they're not going to give you an orange bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That's your bag right there, and you go fight for it. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I've knocked over first basements before just running. It happens. I mean, it's... Your head is down. Yeah. Like, focusing on trying to hit the base in the correct spot so you don't hurt yourself. I literally knocked this girl on her butt, and two runs came in because she did not get up quick yeah. enough to get back to the ball. Yeah. And I was even shaken up. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm trying to get my team to win, but... Obviously, it wasn't intentional. Some people will try to make it intentional. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen it, like, when you're, like, cleaning somebody. But, obviously, first, first and third base are probably two of the hardest positions outside of catcher and pitcher. Yep. Because the ball is coming at you a lot quicker. <laughs> Definitely. Well, and there's a lot of movement, too, especially bunts and plays and stuff like that. Uh, you got first baseman having to deal with holding someone on and then getting to your spot. Uh, finding that and you know some sometimes guys pickoff moves are just so good they even uh, trick the first baseman but uh yeah you have uh, what's coming up for the hated Los Angeles Dodgers I do and part of it's going to go into the angel schedule so I'll probably do that right after perfect um so Tuesday so they have tomorrow off uh Tuesday through Thursday they're going to be facing the uh AL leading A's or AL West leading A's. So obviously that's going to be an interesting series to watch since they're both on top of their divisions. And then Friday through Sunday is going to be at home against the Angels. So I'm really hoping that the Angels can take this series. And then piggybacking off of that, obviously I just talked about Friday through Sunday. Um, with the Angels still have one more game against the Rangers tomorrow. And then um, Tuesday through Wednesday, yeah, Tuesday through Wednesday they're going to be facing – Brandon's Padres so thankfully there is a day off between the Padres and the Dodgers either way both get either way every single game this week is going to be in Los Angeles whether it's or San Diego whether it's down south or here and obviously now you're going to piggyback off of that schedule so go right ahead yeah uh so they have this the season um at least the home portion of the season ends this week um with the Angels uh at Petco Tuesday and Wednesday and I talked about it in the last podcast. It's not too often. I mean, to have two days off 
in a week, it's almost like you had to like have a, a, a postponement or, or a COVID positive COVID test or something, but the Padres will have um, days off book ending this series. So they'll be off Monday and they'll be off Thursday, which is very interesting. Um, and they'll have a two game set, of course, with the uh, Anaheim angels. And there's a very good chance that heading into Wednesday night, um, the Padres have clinched everything they need to clinch. So while not maybe sitting everybody down because you can't really, uh, you do set your rotation up a little bit better. I, I expect the Angels and Padres to split uh, that, that game. And then obviously it, it feeds into the weekend. Now, the two days off are great, especially that Thursday being uh, an off day, mainly because you have a double header on Friday and then Saturday and Sunday, you'll be up in San Francisco. Game two of the um, Friday night, uh, Friday's doubleheader, the Padres will be the home team. That was the false positive, I think, a week ago um, from Alex Dickerson. They lost one of those games, so they're making it up. Um, obviously, not that big of a deal. Honestly, for me, I'm if, if it really – it didn't really matter. The Padres aren't going to finish one game above the next best team in their playoff picture. Like, So I don't think they should play this game, but they will. Whatever, no big deal. I'm sure the Cardinals are like, hey, yeah, you better play that game. If we have to play 18 doubleheaders in 10 days, yeah, you better play that game. But for the Padres, the big news, obviously, playoff band. They're going to the playoffs. Um, expect them to be the four seed. Expect them to pretty much – be lined up to face the Dodgers or who knows. I mean, the Dodgers could possibly choke. I, I'm not putting my money on it, but if the Dodgers choke in that first round, two out of three, oh, Brandon will be doing a happy dance for all to see. Um, but it's it, it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, but a lot of the heavy lifting has been done. This week is now about seeding. It's now about making sure Two things, you are seated as high as you can possibly be and you get your pitching rotation under control. This is, no teams are going to have an off day in the playoffs until the World Series. And even that World Series is going to be a travel day, which I don't understand. I don't understand why they say it's going to be a travel day. Where are they traveling? The, the, the games in Texas, and they say, oh, well, they're going to have a day off after uh, game two and three, in between game two and three of the World Series for travel day. What, what, are you traveling from hotel to the other? I don't understand. Anyways, that's for another podcast. Um, so you have to get your pitching staff lined up. And when I say pitching staff, it's not a three-man horse or not a three-man rotation anymore. You need four horses. You need five reliable arms that could possibly start games. Um, and then you also have maybe, what if your starter comes back with an inconclusive test? And Denilson Lamette can't start. That would be a disaster. But at the very least, you have to get seating figured out. And then you have to get your pitching staff figured out. Um, I think the Padres are in good shape. Um, that is not a knock on the Angels or the Giants. It's just more of how, what the Padres have done to set themselves up for right now. And look, a week from now, it's game on. It's no longer, you know, hey, great job. Here's an orange slice. I hope you had fun. It's you better go out and I mean, bare minimum, you have to get to the division series. You have to go and compete against the Dodgers. Um, I, I, I've joked about it before and I, I, I kind of joke about it, but I don't really think it is. I don't know what I would do during that five game series. My stomach, my heart, my everything. I will be a disaster. Um, but 
you bet your ass I'll be watching it and I'll be talking all about it. So that's really all I got um, for the Padres and really all we got for Southern California um, as we get ready for the final week of baseball. You know, it's September. So yeah, it's about that time of year, but it sure doesn't feel like uh, we've gotten our money's worth. Obviously, you know, it's better than nothing. Uh, Brianna, final thoughts here on um, our second to last. Now this will be our second to last SoCal baseball podcast. Um, Look, next week, um, we're going to focus fully on Major League Baseball. And yeah, the Padres and Dodgers are still going to be a part of that. But, you know, we're going to have a full uh, full podcast on just Major League Baseball. We're not really going to waste our time talking about um, uh, other teams uh, in Southern California. Um, and and foc- we're going to focus on the whole of Major League Baseball. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean it to come out like that. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I, as it was coming out, I was like, wait, 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 you're going down a dark, don't keep going that way. Oh, you went down that way. <laughs> Anyways, um, Brianna, final words. Um, uh, sorry about that. I mean, like you said, I think that the Angels Padres series is going to be a split. And I really, really want the Angels to take two of three from the Dodgers this week. And I do really wish that they would take tomorrow's game. Um, I think it's all going to come down to pitching and whether the Padres and the Dodgers are both going to be sitting specific people. Um, just to rest them for playoffs. So I guess we will find out later in the week. But I hope that we can end this season on a good note. And that's really what it's all about. I I really do think the Angels have a bright future, and I'm not just saying that because Brianna is an Angel fan, and I'm not just patronizing her. I really do think they have a bright future. I mean, they 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 still have the best player in the game. They have arguably the best manager in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I was. I was only kind of joking. I mean, I was. I was in on it, but or I was all in on Tatis. But I was um, probably. I jumped the gun. You got to do that for a little bit longer. Um, Tatis will eventually be in that argument. But anyways, Trout is right now the best player in baseball. It's not really close. Um, if if they can get some arms in there. Um, and we kind of alluded to it earlier. I think maybe Trevor Bauer might take a bit of a pay If cut. they have cap space. Well, and uh, but the thing is, who and knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe they go to Bauer and say, hey, one year, $7 million. We'll give you a chance to play the starts. Astros. You get five starts against the Astros. Six starts against the Astros, you know? So uh, maybe that's a bargaining tool because, look, we need Trevor Bauer versus the Astros sooner rather than – I would rather watch that than a playoff game. I'm sorry. I would much rather. Uh, I mean, he, he wore trash can shoes. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, and then after, by the way, I don't know if I sent that to you, but after in the post game, I don't know if it's a press conference, whatever, he wore a shirt and it just said Houston cheated. I just love oh, yeah, you little did. quick little, you know, no little jokes. No, just here it is right there. Put it right there for you. But um, thank you so much, Brianna. Uh, for all you've done, and um, Al, you're going to continue to do as we get closer to uh, the postseason and then get closer to crowning a championship or a champion and then get closer, hopefully, to a full season in March uh, in April. Now, that is a long ways away, but um, it is something to look forward to because I that's the one thing. I always thought baseball maybe a little bit too long. I loved it, um, but could they shorten it? Yeah. No, you know what? I don't ever want them to shorten it because this was- You also don't want the ITB to ever come back. <laughs> no, I do not. I want that to be- And you know what? Um, I, I'm kind of putting you on the spot and myself right here. Um, we'll put it in the episode notes if we don't know. But 
ITP will not be in the postseason, correct? I really hope not. Okay, yeah, well, we will confirm that and put that in the episode notes. I'm like 99% sure it is not. Oh, God, if it is game five, or could you imagine a game seven going to that with a guy starting? Ugh, I don't even want to think about that. You um, just that experienced your first one. I've had uh, eight. Yes. Well, not my first, but I think the first one that – my biggest problem with the ITB is – I would rather you put a runner on first. And I understand, well, that kind of defeats the purpose. But let me tell you why. Because if you put a runner on second, we saw exactly what we saw in the Mariners-Padres game today. You don't need a hit to get the runner in. Um, Well, don't forget that Kansas City game where they didn't even have an actual (laughs) at-bat. Exactly. My point exactly. Like, at least if you put a runner – but even then, at least they worked some walks. Um, but yeah, that was weird. But even today, two straight sacrifice flies. Uh, and then the guy, now don't get me wrong, it's situational hitting. They do what they got to do. But that doesn't happen if you put that runner on first. Now, it still opens up strategy for runner on first. Now, who knows? Maybe you pinch hit or pinch run for that guy and he's stealing second. But anyways, that hopefully, I'm like 99% sure that we will not be seeing the ITB in the postseason because that would just be a disaster. Um, so once again, uh, thank you all so much for listening. For Brianna Winner, my name is Brandon First, a.k.a. First Report, representing the ESBC Podcast Network. Thank you again so much for listening. Now, go wash your hands. Stop hating. Have a great night, everybody. Take care.